Welcome to today's daily PBJ devotional. Read Exodus 4, Job 21, and Psalm 52 if you're keeping up with the daily devotional reading that will take you through the Old Testament this year. This devotional is about Exodus 4. Then Moses answered, What if they do not believe me or listen to my voice? For they may say, The Lord has not appeared to you. And the Lord asked him, What is that in your hand? A staff, he replied. Throw it on the ground, said the Lord. So Moses threw it on the ground, and it became a snake, and he ran from it. Stretch out your hand and grab it by the tail, the Lord said to Moses, who reached out his hand and caught the snake, and it turned back into a staff in his hand. This is so they may believe that the Lord, the God of their fathers, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob has appeared to you. Furthermore, the Lord said to Moses, Put your hand inside your cloak. So he put his hand inside his cloak, and when he took it out, his hand was leprous, white as snow. Put your hand back inside your cloak, said the Lord. So Moses put his hand back inside his cloak, and when he took it out, it was restored like the rest of his skin. And the Lord said, If they refuse to believe you or heed the witness of the first sign, they may believe that of the second. But if they do not believe even these two signs or listen to your voice, take some water from the Nile and pour it on the dry ground. Then the water you take from the Nile will become blood on the ground. Please, Lord, Moses replied, I have never been eloquent, neither in the past nor since you have spoken to your servant, for I am slow of speech and tongue. And the Lord said to him, Who gave man his mouth, or who makes the mute or the deaf, the sighted or the blind? Is it not I, the Lord? Now go, I will help you as you speak, and I will teach you what to say. But Moses replied, Please, Lord, send someone else. Then the anger of the Lord burned against Moses, and he said, Is not Aaron the Levite your brother? I know that he can speak well, and he is now on his way to meet you. When he sees you, he will be glad in his heart. You are to speak to him and put the words in his mouth. I will help both of you to speak, and I will teach you what to do. He will speak to the people for you. He will be your spokesman, and it will be as if you were God to him. But take this staff in your hand so you can perform signs with it. Then Moses went back to his father-in-law Jethro and said to him, Please let me return to my brothers in Egypt to see if they are still alive. Go in peace, Jethro replied. Now the Lord had said to Moses in Midian, Go back to Egypt, for all the men who sought to kill you are dead. So Moses took his wife and sons, put them on a donkey, and headed back to Egypt. And he took the staff of God in his hand. The Lord instructed Moses, When you go back to Egypt, see that you perform before Pharaoh all the wonders that I have put within your power. But I will harden his heart, so that he will not let the people go. Then tell Pharaoh that this is what the Lord says, Israel is my firstborn son. And I told you to let my son go, so that he may worship me. But since you have refused to let him go, behold, I will kill your firstborn son. Now at a lodging place along the way, the Lord met Moses and was about to kill him. But Zipporah took a flint knife, cut off her son's foreskin, and touched it to Moses' feet. Surely you are a bridegroom of blood to me, she said. So the Lord let him alone. 
When she said bridegroom of blood, she was referring to the circumcision. Meanwhile, the Lord had said to Aaron, Go and meet Moses in the wilderness. So he went and met Moses at the mountain of God and kissed him. And Moses told Aaron everything the Lord had sent him to say, and all the signs he had commanded him to perform. Then Moses and Aaron went and assembled all the elders of the Israelites. And Aaron relayed everything the Lord had said to Moses. And Moses performed the signs before the people, and they believed. And when they heard that the Lord had attended to the Israelites and had seen their affliction, they bowed down and worshipped. This is God's word. Moses made every excuse he could think of for not obeying God, and God answered every one of them. God's answers were gracious, too, promising his presence with Moses always and giving him some incredible miracles to authenticate his claim that God had sent him. When every objection was answered and everything Moses needed for success had been promised or provided, Moses finally spat out these words. And these are the words of the NIV in verse 13. Pardon your servant, Lord. Please send someone else. That's verse 13 in the NIV. In other words, Moses just did not want to go. He did not want to do it. Every reason he gave God was an excuse. Not one of them was a legitimate reason why Moses couldn't do what he was commanded to do. God's response was anger. Then the Lord's anger burned against Moses. That's verse 14. God's anger was not that Moses was reluctant or afraid. His anger was over Moses' stubborn unbelief and disobedience. What God called Moses to do was difficult. It would be scary and unpleasant. So it was not really surprising that Moses didn't want to do it. But with God, everything Moses was supposed to do would succeed. In the process of obeying the Lord, Moses would see the Lord and know him like nobody else who has ever lived. The work would be hard on Moses, but the results would be more and worth it. We often respond the same way to the Lord, don't we? We hear his command to make disciples and his promise that he would be with us to the very end of the age. Yet we don't speak up when opportunities arise. We don't even want to invite someone to church. One reason your spiritual life may be stagnating, if it is, is that you are making excuses and hoping that God will just send someone else. God eventually persuaded Moses to follow him, and if you and I are genuine Christians, he'll get to us as well. Instead of resisting the Lord's will in areas where we don't want to change, let's learn from Moses by believing God's promises and acting obediently now rather than later. Like Moses would learn later, the challenges of discipleship also provide us with greater opportunities to know God and see his work directly through our lives. Isn't that better than leading sheep out in the desert? Consider that today, and I'll see you next time. May God bless you. I hope you have a great day today.